Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. Boy, Notre Dame football recruiting has been on a roll lately, and it looks like pretty good chance into July the success will continue. Let's talk about Notre Dame football recruiting with Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider of Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett. We're on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and also a video feed of our conversation on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. You put out a very interesting prediction earlier this week, Mike, at blueandgold.com, a guy we've spent time talking about the last few months, and that is a big-time offensive line recruit, Gerby Lambert. Why do you think he might end up with the Fighting Irish? Yeah, huge prediction here. Kind of, um, you know, put, putting my, uh, you know, not not reputation on the line, but it's it's a pretty big deal um, to to predict this kind of talent um, to the Fighting Irish. Four official visits, and this is basically down to these four schools, Darren. Notre Dame, Boston College, Ohio State, and Harvard. Hmm. When is the, I'm sure it's been decades since it's been those four schools as finalists for a prospect. Seriously, I mean, pre-Civil War, I mean, how often is Harvard <laughs> in there with Notre Dame, Boston College, and Ohio State for, for a top four? And that kind of goes to show how, how unique of a young man Gerby Lambert is, 6'6", 290 pounds, um, from Catholic Memorial in, uh, in Massachusetts. Academics being very, 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 very important here um, to Gerby and his family. He was going to go to Penn State this past weekend, canceled that trip, and went to Harvard. Hmm. Which, to me, that's a pretty good sign that, hey, he doesn't want to maybe go to a football factory, which would then also probably rule out Ohio State. Um, Then there's Harvard. You at least want to have some kind of factory for football, though, at at your school. Sure, I mean, the NFL will go anywhere for the top players, but, you know, get to go to Harvard. How often do these recruits say about Notre Dame that, it's the best of both worlds. It's kind of what you're hoping for here, that uh, th- that this young man says, hey, I love the football here, and he and his parents agree that these the academics here and, and what he's looking for line up as well. And that's why I put in the prediction. Um, not only that, hey, this makes a lot of sense, but also just kind of the buzz and talking to folks on the Notre Dame side of things. And Darren, quite honestly – in talking to different, what I call industry sources, other folks um, who are, are very tied in, in following this recruitment as well, I'll talk to one person. This person says Notre Dame Boston College. This, the next person says ah, Notre Dame Ohio State. 
This person says, oh, he really likes Boston College and is official there. Next person says not so much. So it's kind of differing opinions on maybe where Boston College and Ohio State stands, and I would assume that Harvard is not a, a major contender here. Can't say that I, I, I know many people plugged in with Harvard football recruiting. Um, but just the feeling is that everyone you talk to believes that Notre Dame is the team to beat here. Um, just, I mean, yesterday I was talking to a source on the Notre Dame side of things, and you know, the Irish definitely feel like they have the lead here for this elite offensive tackle prospect. So went ahead and logged the prediction. Again, it's not a – and my the predictions I do are never, hey, this guy is committing in two days. Go ahead and log your prediction. I, I don't do that. I, I like them to be a projection of what I believe will happen. It's, it's a prediction very much in the sense of that word. So um, I like the Irish here. Um, could they still lose the recruitment? Sure. Could, you know, Boston College is probably the school I'm, I'm the most concerned about, Darren, just because there's that close-to-home factor um, that I think is real for him. But, you know, Notre Dame is, is a huge contender. Bubakar Traore, Notre Dame freshman defensive lineman, very good friends with Gerby Lambert, um, high school teammates at Catholic Memorial. I think that's another huge factor that he could go to Notre Dame and already have a best friend on the roster. Yeah, I'm rolling with uh, Notre Dame here, Darren. Yeah, I think the Civil War era, the the Log Cabin Bowl was a big thing back then. Harvard and Ohio State, they had some classic matchups back in the day. Hey, I, I got to ask you about this because Lambert is such a unique talent. Watching the video, he is a massive guy for a high school kid, but his footwork is awfully impressive. Does he project, first of all, to possibly be a left tackle if that's what Notre Dame needs? And is there a chance if he signs with Notre Dame, he would be a top candidate to replace Joe Alt when he ends up in the NFL draft? Left tackle or right tackle for me, Darren. We saw Blake Fisher start against Florida State as a true freshman. I could see Gerby Lambert doing the same. And, oh, yeah, Gerby's playing against, you know, teams in Massachusetts. Well, I mean, Blake Fisher's played in Indianapolis. So it's not like, you, you know, we're talking about elite talent and Blake was able to come in just physically Blake came in ready to go. He had to trim some, you know, some, uh, a little bit to, to get to be able to match some quickness, but just so hard to get around Blake Fisher. I honestly think Irby Lambert, and I said it on your show, Darren, I think Irby Lambert could, could start at Notre Dame as a true freshman. Um, if you, if Joe Alt goes, maybe Blake Fisher stays. Maybe Blake slides to left tackle, Gerby could play right tackle, or they both could go, and then he could go after either position. I'd be interested – Gerby doesn't really do many interviews. I'd be interested to kind of hear about what Notre Dame's pitch to Gerby is about potential to start right away. And last thing on this point before we move on there, the name Gerby. I, usually a recruit I call by their last name. I call Gerby by his first name because it's just an amazing name. Total side note. <laughs> He's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Another prediction that you made this week involves the class of 2025. Yeah, Dan, like, like I said with Gerby, projections. And uh, I like Notre Dame's land, Justin Thurman. So he is from St. Louis DeSmet High School. He's teammates with Christian Gray there. Um, Good friends with Jeremiah Love, Notre Dame. I mean, both of these guys signed with Notre Dame in the 2023 class out of St. Louis. 
So Thurman's at Desmet Jesuit, right? That's the school name. Transfers, his family moves to Florida. Now he's at Tampa Jesuit. <laughs> so you got clearly wherever he's going, he's going to a Catholic school. I think that he's going to continue to go to Catholic schools and college. That's why I project him to go to Notre Dame. Um, and this is what my fifth, 2025 will be, I think, my sixth, fifth or sixth recruiting class I've covered um, with the Fighting Irish. Thurman, I think, is the most Notre Dame kid I've ever talked to. Hmm. I mean, seriously, the only other school I could see him going to is Stanford. Like, just because of how academic he is, like, just how bright, how smart. Um, just, when you just interact with some kids, they're just what Mike Goolsby would say as a sweetheart of a kid, that's Justin Thurman. So logically, it makes a lot of sense for him to end up at Notre Dame. He visited um, in mid-June camps. That checked the box there. The Irish staff really liked him from what I am told. Um, you know, even our own staff at Blue and Gold, that was there. I was not able to attend, but, you know, our own staff thought he was um, outstanding. Um, and for folks watching on radio, or excuse me, on, on television, this is, um, you know, highlights from his sophomore season at DeSmet. Um, you know, big physical kid. Uh, and, uh, you know, rain well at camp. Notre Dame sources feel pretty good here. He visited, you know, because he has the St. Louis connection, being that where he's from, you know, he's still looking at some of the schools like Kansas and, and Iowa. I just don't see him ending up at one of those schools. He took a trip to Alabama and camped there in June. We'll see if the Crimson Tide were to offer what he would think about that. But as of now, I have a hard time seeing this kid not end up at Notre Dame. Mike, growing up about an hour and a half from St. Louis, if there were St. Louis kids that went to Notre Dame, they would stick into my mind just because of being there a lot. But Notre Dame's really hit the jackpot in St. Louis the last few years. It doesn't seem like over my 25 years here that St. Louis has been a major factor in Notre Dame football recruiting, but there's really good football in the St. Louis area, and it seems like Notre Dame has made that area a priority right now. I mean, let's just think about it. Kyron Williams, Gabriel Rubio, uh, Christian Gray, Jeremiah Love. That's four off the top of my head. And I feel uh, Tyson Ford, there's five. So that's all since the 2019 class. Notre Dame's recruiting in St. Louis. Um, and if you even want to go to the state of Missouri, I mean, you got just in Missouri in general, you got Aeneas Williams from Hannibal, a uh, small town. So, yeah, Notre Dame is, is recruiting the heck out of St. Louis. I love to see it. I love St. Louis barbecue. Um, so I love when Notre Dame's in St. Louis. Uh, and I get to go eat um, some good barbecue before I fly out. Um, so um, for selfish reasons, I love the Irish going in St. Louis. But, yeah, the football's pretty good, too. And, and, and talking about St. Louis, not only do you have the Jeremiah Love thing, yeah, Kyron Williams, like yep. Justin Thurman knows Kyron Williams. They, um, I believe it's something like the same – training facility they work at or something same trainer and he's been able to meet Kyron before and you know you see a St. Louis running back go to Notre Dame and then play in the NFL like that's that's something tangible for the young man to see and be like hey I could be the next one to do that well I tell you what there's not like there's a big time program in the backyard of St. Louis that you have to go up against unlike when you go into Ohio you got to deal with Ohio State I mean Illinois is on the rise under Bielema but Missouri and the SEC I mean that's tough going so it's not like you have to beat some big schools and you got to try the toast of ravioli too in St. Louis. That's a good point, Darren. Look at you. It's the best. You're just a you're just a recruiting guy. I've been on your show for years at this point. You're just a 
I, I've turned you into a recruiting guy, Darren. Yeah, I've talked about the log cabin bowl and toaster ravioli. That's been my input to this this whole conversation. <laughs> He's Mike Singer. I'm Darren Pritchett. Let's continue on with Notre Dame football talk here on WSBT Radio and also on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. So what's left on the 24 board right now? Darren, uh, it's June 27th as we record this. And can you believe, I mean, signing day isn't until what? five months, six months. And Notre Dame's class is mostly wrapped up, if you can believe it. Notre Dame, um, right at 21 commitments right now. Uh, Good for seventh nationally. Yesterday was sixth. Um, You know, it was eighth last week. So right in that six to eight range it's been, um, which I think is pretty on par with where Notre Dame will probably end up in, in the 2024 class. Now, if they get, you know, Justin Scott and Kingston Villiamuasa and some of these highly ranked guys we're about to talk about, then you could see, you know, maybe five, six. But uh, I would say probably Notre Dame's class will end up in the seven and nine range. They could do three straight classes in the top ten for the on-three industry um, team rankings, which I don't know if Notre Dame's ever done in the, um, in the media era. Uh, in the media era, I should say, like, these rankings websites era. Like, I know there was, you know, the call-in stuff, you know, 30, 40 years ago. But we're we're, we're talking about just in the past 20 years here. So um, this is really the rundown. But I want to mention very subject to change, right? I mean, they could decide they want a fourth receiver tomorrow or, (laughs) you know, we definitely want a second tight end. Like, so, again, subject to change. But right now, Darren – it's one more linebacker to get to 22 for sure. And then it's kind of not, not luxury takes. That's not the right word because these are key targets. But Notre Dame has hit their mark at these positions. And everything else is kind of just like we're in the too good to take category. For example, at tight end, Notre Dame has Jack Larson committed. If they're going to take a second, it would be Carter Nelson. But he's trending pretty heavily towards Nebraska, the in-state school that he officially visited this past weekend. I just have a sneaky suspicion that Notre Dame will end up taking a second tight end in 2024. They also have a tight end commit in 2025, so maybe they go one in 24 and, and two in 2025. Something to keep an eye on. Um, for but but for now, it looks like just Jack Larson for for Notre Dame at tight end 2024 class. Offensive line, they wanted three, but if it's going to be four, it's Gerby Lambert. I like Notre Dame's Lane Gerby Lambert, so Notre Dame very well, very well may end up with four offensive linemen in this class. Other positions on offense, quarterback they're done, running backs are done, receiver they're done. Of course, all for now. We'll see if that changes. Moving over to defense, hit their mark with four defensive linemen committed. Uh, Cole Mullins, uh, Bryce Young, uh, Logan Thomas, Sean Savalano. They could take up to six. Don't think that's going to happen. Elijah Rushing is committing uh, July 6th, probably going to be Oregon. Don't think that Notre Dame is going to land him. He officially visited in June. Sources weren't buzzing about how that went. So I would guess Elijah Rushing ends elsewhere, the five-star from uh, Tucson, Arizona. And then, of course, St. Ignatius, um, you know, Chicagoland player, Justin Scott, a five-star interior player. Um, you know, this, where, where Scott's leaning kind of depends on the day of the week and, and who you talk to. Last week it was Miami. Now people are saying it's Notre Dame or Michigan. <laughs> I've had people say it's Ohio State or Michigan. I've had people say Notre Dame, Miami still. Like, 
all I know is that the longer this thing goes, I think the better for Notre Dame. The Irish need to get him on campus at the end of July and then get him for the official visit for the Ohio State, Ohio State game. Just keep him uncommitted as long as you can. Get him for the, for the official in September. He's already taken all of his officials in June, and now he can take one to the other top schools for him, right? His top five is Miami, Notre Dame, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. He's already used the other four, and then he can use his Notre Dame one in September. I think that would be huge. So Justin Scott definitely in the too good to not take category. The linebacker position, like I said, Notre Dame wants to take at least one more. Uh, Kingston Villiamuasa is right up there with Justin Scott and Derby Lambert as top targets on the board. Top 100 player for the industry ranking. Notre Dame-USC Ohio State battle. Another one that really depends where he's leaning based on who you're talking to. USC thinks he's going to USC. Ohio State thinks he's going there. And Notre Dame thinks they're getting him as well. The recruiting prediction machine at on three is heavily trending towards Notre Dame in large part due to my prediction I logged for him earlier this year to end up with the Irish. But I'd be lying if I said I felt very confident in that prediction right now. My guess gone to my head would probably be USC for Villian Malasa. Again, big-time linebacker out of one of the top programs in the country, St. John Bosco in Southern California. My guess would be he lands close to home, but Notre Dame very optimistic here. I'm just going to keep turning along, Darren. We're almost done here. Bradley Shaw from Hoover, Alabama is another – uh, top linebacker target for the Irish. Looks like an Auburn-Notre Dame battle. Shaw's recruitment tough to read. He hasn't been saying much at all recently, not only to media, but just to college coaches in general. So a lot of uncertainty. Arkansas-Georgia, a couple more teams in the mix there, but I really think it's just Auburn-Notre Dame. And then defensive backs, Caleb Beasley, a Tennessee commit Notre Dame, would absolutely love to flip him from the Volunteers. They're playing the long game with him. Someone who's ranked as outside the top 140 across the board nationally. I think he's a five-star. Um, that's just my two cents. I, I think Caleb is a freak show. You know, people who listen to me all the time know I feel that way. Um, but, yeah, Notre Dame hoping to get him on campus for a, a, an official visit for the Ohio State game. Beasley recently said he's not taking that visit. Notre Dame's going to try to change his mind on that one. And then, lastly, Davis Andrews from American Fork, Utah, um, someone who's taking a two-year Mormon mission trip after high school. So, he wouldn't count towards the 2024 class numbers for the Irish. So it's basically, you know, hey, you can sign a ceremonial letter of intent this year, um, and then you wouldn't come here until 2026. So, But Notre Dame's still actively recruiting. David Andrews would love to land him. Um, so that's it. Notre Dame definitely going to take 22 commits, but I would guess it'll probably end up around 24 to 25 when it's all said and done. And, Mike, when they added Tay Johnson last weekend with Erlocker and BP, I know you are talking about Andrews there, but unless someone just really pops up, safety recruiting probably complete? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's done, again, t- to be determined. Andrews wouldn't really count, but I, I think they hit their number of three. You have guys like Oliver Miles and Malcolm Ziegler still out there, um, some safety targets for the Irish. But, uh, yeah, the, the feeling is, is that they're, they're probably done at safety. All right, finally, what does July look like on the recruiting trail for the Irish? Vacation. Staff is on <laughs> vacation for about two weeks. I think they'll probably return in mid-July. Fall camp is, I, I believe, starts the 25th or 26th, something like that. Uh, and then it, it's, it's prep for Navy. Of course, fall camp starting earlier this year because of the Navy game. Um, being on week zero, so it's vacation, get back to South Bend, 
and uh, there's a big recruiting event in, uh, on campus July 30th. The Rams hoping to get some of these big targets in 2024 and then as well as 2025 on campus. Um, but all of July is a dead period, which means no face-to-face -face contact between college coach and recruit except for that last week of July. So the 30th is the big day for Notre Dame to have visitors on campus. So, again, vacation, get back to campus, fall camp, and then that, that uh, barbecue event will have on the 30th. All right, with fall camp just a couple of weeks away, perfect time to join the Blue and Gold family. Oh, Darren, it absolutely is. Head to blueandgold.com, read up on everything going on with your Notre Dame Fighting Irish and uh, everything we have uh, covered on the recruiting side of things. So, yeah, head to blueandgold.com, check out our latest offers. If we don't have anything going right now, um, you know, we will soon. So keep uh, hitting that F5 button uh, on blueandgold.com and, and stay up to date with everything going on. He is Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Mike, thank you as always for the visit, and we will talk to you next week. All right, awesome stuff, Darren. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Mike Singer. Check him out at blueandgold.com. More Budweiser's weekday sports beat comes your way in just a couple of moments on your home of the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, Sports Radio 960, WSBT South Bend. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 